0: Welcome back to Corona Radio, brought to you by Hat Radio. It's sponsored by the Alberga family, as well as Mark Greif and family. My name is Avram Rosenzweig, and this is show four. And I hope that you're well. I hope that your family's well. Uh, during this very challenging time, uh, there's much discussion about staying inside and making sure that you have no exposure to other people. That's probably a very wise advice. And the other thing that we should be doing is making sure to wash our hands as often as possible. They say for up to 20 seconds at a time. I got some interesting information here from my dear friend, Marty Gallen, who told me that he actually bought a hand sanitizer online at Amazon.ca. He said he got a pretty good deal. <laughs> I think he got 12 bottles of it for about 30 bucks. This man knows how to find a sale. So take a look at Amazon.ca if you're having a problem finding hand sanitizers. And I saw some wipes on there as well. I want to start things off by making sure that we recognize the goodness many, many people are doing on our behalf. And there are a bunch of people out there by necessity of their career. Who are literally in the front lines of the coronavirus? Um, I think it goes without saying that we're very, very grateful to our spiritual leadership uh, individuals who are stepping up and, you know, have to make a decision about possibly being infected by a community member. Um, obviously, that that being challenged by their needs at home to their family—that's not an easy one. That's not an easy one at all. How does one go about making that decision? So God bless them and strength to them all. I would also say that we need to make every effort to wrap our hands metaphorically around our doctors, our nurses, our medical personnel, ambulance drivers, uh, policemen, all those individuals once again who are out there in the front line making sure that we are very well taken care of. I've had some discussions with uh, friends of mine who are doctors, uh, some of whom have been on Hat radio, Dr. Michael Silverman, uh, for one, he's an infectious disease doctor in London, Ontario, and uh, he's telling me things are getting tougher, no question about it, um, but he and his colleagues are working hard, arduously, really around the clock. Uh, to ensure that uh, they are able to as control as much as possible during the coronavirus. And he says he's sitting in through a lot of meetings, some of which go for six or seven hours. And sometimes the minutiae or the agenda of those meetings have to do with how they should distribute the limited amount of masks that they might have or gloves that they might have. Take a step, take a moment, close your eyes, meditate, pray on behalf of them. I've been looking around the internet for prayers uh, for our doctors and for our nurses and for our medical personnel, as well as our leadership. And uh, many of them, I found, are of a religious nature. So I decided that on Corona Radio, I'm not going to limit things here. You know, I'm not going to be only secular. Uh, Very often, I may say a prayer coming from the Christian religion or the Muslim religion or the Jewish religion. And in this case, Uh, We have a prayer right here, which comes from Christianity, and it's a prayer for guidance, guidance for our doctors, and it reads as follows. Great and merciful Father, full of compassion, you have made each one of us in the image of God, and I pray that you will help all of the staff in preserving the lives for which they are entrusted. Help them in their duties, in their responsibilities, and I pray that you bless the technicians, the nursing staff, the lab workers, those in radiology, the doctors, and all of the medical staff that will be involved in each person's care, bless them as they do all their work. It's a beautiful, beautiful prayer, and I think it's totally apropos at this time. Um, I also have come across a beautiful leadership prayer, and I would like to throw those out once again to rabbis, to ministers, to imams. Um, there are also CEOs and directors of working who are working at nonprofits. And working arduously, working really, really hard uh, to make sure that their organizations continue to be up and running. But let's not let's let, let's not limit it. Take a look at any corporation or any business. If it's open at all, you can imagine that the owners and the management uh, and the people at the top are stepping in in a very big way. I know that uh, for a fact because uh, many of my friends are having to keep things going at that level and um they're having a real real tough time so here's a prayer for leadership if you're in a leadership position and in some ways we all are that's the truth being a follower today is like being a leader because you need to make sure that you understand what is needed to be done and that there may be little ones behind you who are following you so in essence While you feel like you're following a spiritual leader, you know, there might be some kids who are following you. So the prayer goes as follows. Leadership is hard to define. Lord, let us be the ones to define it with justice. Leadership is like a handful of water. Lord, let us be the people to share with those who thirst. Leadership is not about watching and correcting. Lord, let us remember it is about listening and connecting. Leadership is not about telling people what to do. Lord, let us find out what people want. Leadership is less about the love of power and more about the power of love. And ain't that the truth, man? Ain't that the truth? A true leader, somebody who really has an understanding that they are responsible for others, and in this particular case during the coronavirus uh it's not their love of power. It, it, it's the power that comes through love. I've been watching many rabbis online uh, in their discussions to their congregations and to others, and you can just see on their faces, you can see a certain weariness already, a certain tiredness, and certainly that's understandable, but you can also hear in their voice the tremendous amount of love and caring that they have for their community, for their communities, for the broader community if you are a leader if you've decided to do that for your career you know that it can be a very onerous decision so let's embrace our leaders i know there's a lot of criticism out there for presidents and prime ministers and individuals who are making decisions on behalf of uh, their countries and some of them are valid no question about it but by and large just like in wartime i think it's crucial that we stand behind our leaders and yes, be critical, but be critical in such a way that is constructive. I've seen a number of different discussions online uh, amongst various people whom I'm close with, you know, criticizing their prime minister for not stepping up uh, quick enough. And that's fine, but I ask them, think about it. Number one is, what would you do? What would you have done? In fact, what are you doing as a parent? None of us are perfect within that role. And we're making mistakes and we will continue to make mistakes. So stop being overly critical and be supportive. Even if you don't agree, come up with alternative ideas that may work and pass them on to your MP as one might do here in Ontario or in Canada. I had a wonderful talk this morning with Michael Levitt and he's very, very open to ideas. And the next thing is work on your own leadership. Work on your own leadership if you have to speak with your children about the coronavirus ask yourself what is the best way of doing that they are your followers for all intents and purposes figure out ways and means that you can share information with them in in, in a healthy manner in a positive manner in a way that's understandable and in a way that doesn't cause uh too much concern leadership man leadership it's a difficult time for leaders Difficult time for followers as well. So let's stay in this game together because it's not an easy one. Uh, A few interesting thoughts and a few most important thoughts. Don't be scammed. (laughs) I've heard about some people who are selling test kits online or even door-to-door. Discount those. (laughs) They're not real. Uh, if you're getting phone calls and someone saying, listen, I can provide you with the coronavirus test kit, uh, hang up. Uh, I'm not going to go on and on about how unethical, how, how awful it is that people are scamming others this time and times like this. It goes without saying really how low that is. But that's not the point. The point is don't be taken in by scams. All right. Uh, there are websites out there that are legitimate, uh, which will inform you as to what is going on having to do with the virus and products that are available, as well as products that you might be able to provide. Uh, One such website is buyandsell.gc.ca. Once again, it's buyandsell.gc.ca. Dot GC.CA and that is a Canadian government website. Um, I went on it this morning after my discussion with MP Michael Levitt and it really is quite fascinating and it allows us an, op- a lo- an awful lot of opportunities to help out. I don't think it's a secret at this point uh, that there's a dirt, that there's a lack of uh, disposable N95 masks and disposable surgical masks, uh, nitrile gloves, vinyl gloves, The list really goes on and on, and you can see it on this website. Uh, Bottles of hand sanitizers are needed, and uh, so on. Now, there's also services that are required within our communities, including security services, nursing services, food services, laundry services, IT support services. Go on this website. It's buyandsell.gc.ca, and there you will find the information that I just provided you with and more, and consider what you can do to help others uh, during during this time. Okay? In other words, if you somehow have access to masks, the N95 mask is, seems to be the one that's most popular, then uh, deliver it to your local hospital or somehow get it over there. Because... Uh, it's extraordinarily important to to doctors and to nurses and to medical personnel at this time, and there's a shortage of them. Now, we all know that times like this encourage creativity. And I want to tell you about an extraordinary uh, project which was started up in Vancouver, B.C., by my dear friend Karen Goldenberg's daughter, Marnie who's the director of an organization responsible uh, really for uh, high-risk kids. There's a problem in terms of transporting uh, young people from one uh, house to another house. Uh, These are individuals who are not living at home. The problem is the safety of the caregivers and how to make sure uh, that they don't come into contact with the virus and somehow protect themselves as best as possible. Now, masks are not available, they're just simply not. Again, do your research and you'll find out that if anything, we need N95 masks to the extent that the Prime Minister has asked some manufacturing environments here in Canada to rejig what they're currently making and to start making these masks and gloves, which again, is a wartime response to needs. But anyway, so Karen's daughter had a real challenge in front of her. She needed these masks. So she figured like this creatively, she's going to go out to, uh, people who are at home, both men and women who know how to sew. She's going to have them provided with pads, menstrual pads, and, and turn those into masks that will be protective. How protective? Well, she worked that through. She had to design a protocol. Uh, and she had to make sure of liability issues. And she did all of that. And ultimately, she and her friends and colleagues and volunteers are in the midst of developing or sewing a thousand of those masks. Brilliant. Genius. I'm going to try to do an interview with her in the upcoming days. Um, and I, I, I would absolutely love to hear what she is doing and share that information with you. Be creative, my friends. Be creative. I mentioned in a previous uh, Corona radio show that the Buy It Synagogue here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada is uh, currently offering a service whereby seniors do not have to go shopping. All they have to do is phone the synagogue and uh, let them know what their food needs are and they have groups of volunteers who will go buy it and drop it off in front of their door. Uh, my friend Vicki Weiss introduced me to, I think it's called Instacart. And I'm going to be taking advantage of that where you can order food online. And once again, they will uh, deliver it to you. There is a cost to it, obviously, but uh, it's much better than going out to the shopping market. And that is being discouraged. And my belief is within the next few days, it's going to be discouraged even more so. Um, A lot of people are feeling alone and depressed at this time. We live in a really fortunate, fortunate era where social media is the difference between being alone and not being alone. You may be uh, familiar with Zoom, uh, zoom.com, or Skype, or FaceTime. Uh, these are all websites which allow you to go online and see someone whom you love, someone whom you like, have a meeting, uh, generally not to feel so alone. If you don't know how to use Your computer too well, you know what? Drop me an email at avram at hatradio.ca. You can uh, messenger me or you can get in touch with me on uh, Facebook, either my personal Facebook, which is Avram Rosenzweig um, or Hat Radio, and I'd be more than happy to connect you up with someone who has a familiarity with IT and uh, can walk you through it. But Most literally, you can talk to people all day long online if you so choose. Um, I'll tell you a real interesting thing. Last night, uh, I opened the door to uh, my condominium, and my friend living across the hall, she opened her door. Uh, We both sat in our condos, but we could see one another. We were seven, eight, nine feet apart, so we were okay that way. And I made Kiddush for her, which is the blessing on wine. And I also sang her some Shabbos songs. So there's some crazy stuff which is happening nowadays as well, which is somewhat inevitable in times like this. Not only creative things, but also very beautiful things and also very kind things. And I think that in order to get through this and in order to feel positive about where we're at, we need to think about those possibilities. What can you do, obviously, not only for yourself, not only for your children, but for other people as well? And how can you do it? Uh, A friend of mine online, Zale, said to me what he does is he goes through his what we used to call Rolodex, really, which is his database. (laughs) Um, And he finds people on there who are alone, who live by themselves. And essentially, he calls them. Every single day, just to see how they're doing, and I thought that was very, very beautiful. Uh, and I and I and I advise you to do it. I advise you to do it. You know, there there's sort of a hierarchy of luckiness having to do with this isolation, and you're real lucky if you're with somebody else. Right now, I'm with my boy, and uh, that makes a world of difference um, because. We both have needs and uh, we have to respond to them, so we're kind of busy thinking about what we can do for one another. But if you're by yourself, that's a whole different story. I know some people who will not see other people this Shabbat, the Sabbath for the Jewish people, and uh, they weren't looking forward to it. You can imagine that's a very difficult time. So I suggested really strongly to them that they schedule things to do, read books, I mentioned a set of books that people could read in uh, previous uh, Corona Radio, uh, Books of Hope, Books of Wonderment. Um, Steinbeck is a favorite. favorite. Uh, also, humor. Humor is a really big deal, too. Make sure to laugh, man. There's, there's all kinds of stuff written about how humor actually brings hope. and uh, And I think that's really significant. Another thing that we have to consider, as I said before, is how to address the coronavirus with our children. Uh, Here's some information I think that is uh, helpful. Don't be afraid to discuss the virus. Most children will have already heard about the virus or seen people wearing face masks, so people shouldn't avoid talking about it. Not talking about something can actually make kids worry more. Look at the conversation as an opportunity to convey the facts and set the emotional tone. You take on the news and you're the person who filters the news to your kid, explains Janine Dominique, PhD, a child psychologist at the Child Mind Institute. Your goal is to help your children feel informed and get fact-based information that is likely more reassuring than whatever they're hearing from their friends or on the news. Be developmentally appropriate. Don't volunteer too much information as this may be overwhelming. Instead, try to answer your children's questions. Do your best to answer honestly and clearly. It's okay if you can't answer everything. Being available to your children is what matters. Take your cues from your kids. Invite your child to tell you anything they may have heard about the coronavirus and how they feel. Give them ample opportunity to ask questions. You want to be prepared to answer questions. Your goal is to avoid encouraging, frightening fantasies. Now, here's a a real big deal. Dealing with your own anxiety. When you're feeling most anxious or panicked, that isn't the time to talk to your kids about what's happening with the coronavirus, warns Dr. Dominica. If you notice you're feeling anxious, take some time to calm down before trying to answer your child's question. Be reassuring. Children's are very egocentric, so hearing about the coronavirus on the news may be enough to make them seriously worried that they'll catch it. It's helpful to reassure your child about how rare the coronavirus actually is and that kids actually seem to have milder symptoms. Focus on what you're doing to stay safe. An important way to reassure kids is to emphasize the safety precaution that you're taking Jamie Howard, PhD, a child uh, psychologist at the Child Mind Institute, notes, kids feel empowered when they know what to do to keep themselves safe. We know that the coronavirus is transmitted mostly by coughing and touching surfaces. The CDC recommends thoroughly washing your hands as the primary means of staying healthy. So remind kids that they are taking care of themselves by washing their hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. Stick to routine. We don't like uncertainty, so staying rooted in routines and predictability is going to be helpful right now. This is particularly important if your child's school or daycare shuts down. Make sure you are taking care of the basics just like you would during a spring break or summer vacation. Structured days with regular mealtimes, bedtimes are an essential part of keeping kids happy and healthy. And finally, keep talking. Tell kids that you will continue to keep them updated as you learn more. Let them know that the lines of communication are open. You can say, even though we don't have the answers to everything right now, know that once we know more, mom or dad will let you know too. Humor is a real funny piece here, and it's really important to maintaining hope and making sure that we laugh, which uh, stretches our face muscles and just makes us happy man we got to do that lots of humor um funny piece here i got an email from swish la this week (laughs) i just think it's so fascinating that all these companies are sending out uh memos telling us not only that they're likely shutting down but how to deal with the virus and how they're dealing with it, uh, I always kind of relied on Swiss Chalet for my chicken. <laughs> uh, yes, and I do like the chicken dip, um, but apparently now they've uh, they've gone a bit further and are now advising on medical care. Um, also, a really interesting email that I got this week was: there's a ball hockey league in my neighborhood. My son plays in it; used to play in it quite often, and uh, there's they've suspended their ball hockey. Um, games on a weekly basis once again and the email began with a heavy heart we must announce that our our ball hockey has been suspended and i thought my god how we use that phrase heavy heart even when it comes to ball hockey i want to wish everybody well and i want to remind everybody we are not alone we are not alone i stress that we are only as far away as a uh, button on our computer or a telephone call. Make sure, make sure to utilize the social media that we have available to us uh, nowadays. It's extraordinarily important that we pick up a phone, right? Uh, that we send a very nice email or a text just to let people know that we're thinking about them. Um, make sure you know those individuals who on their own, be they, you know, an elderly person or a younger person, remind yourself of the single father or the single mother that can really use a kind word and some encouragement and some support. Give them a shout. Use Zoom, use Facebook, use uh, Skype. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, social media websites that are available to us, and by the way, most of these are free. Some of them have their limitations, but I also understand that there are certain websites like Zoom that have waived some of their some of their fees. Laugh when you can, even schedule a joke. <laughs> uh, you know that'll give you that sort of belly laugh. Or if you know someone who's funny, who's a great storyteller, give them a call. Uh, go online there believe it or not there's corona humor out there already uh, and they are pretty funny lots of stuff out there about toilet paper I read one this morning the guy says it's 2054 uh, finally we'll be using our last toilet paper roll that mom and dad put aside for us in 2020 funny well to some <laughs> I like it Okay, I send out my love to all of you. I wish you well. Make sure to stay safe. Make sure to stay inside. Wash your hands really well. Very, very little interaction. God bless all of our leaders who are doing a phenomenal job. Uh, this is called Corona Radio, and it's brought to you by Hat Radio. If you'd like to be in touch with me for information you think I should be providing, do so at at HatRadio.ca Through my Facebook page. And I'd be more than happy to consider putting your ideas online. Look forward to a couple of interviews coming up. Uh, one uh, I hope to be doing with a doctor out of uh, out of London, as mentioned before, on his uh, view of the coronavirus and what we can do to stay safe. Remember, folks, this too will pass. Remember that we are humankind—a very smart, brilliant bunch who flew a person to the moon, who feed the hungry all over the world and who have developed cures for some very serious illnesses. Remember, we are in this together, each and every one of us, and therefore we will fix this bug, this coronavirus, together. With love and hope, my name is Avram Rosenzweig. You've been listening to Corona Radio, brought to you by Hat Radio and sponsored by the Alberga family and Mark Reifen family. God bless.